1: plushcare.com slash weight loss It's almost beyond belief that some of the most important political decisions for our future will be made on April Fool's Day, but that is the truth that is what's happening in London today Uh, Jamie DeLarge has a non-foolish eye on all of it. Uh, Jamie, good morning Good morning, Frank. There's bound to be a better word than a non-foolish eye, but or, a non-foolish eye. An erudite eye? Would that be an erudite eye? Maybe? Erudite, I'd take uh,
2: can, that. I'll can, can, buy that. Can
1: you, can you say your eye is erudite? However, we, we know what we're talking about. Right, uh, Jamie, today is an important day and people are incredibly frustrated, aren't they?
2: Absolutely. Um, e- even what's happening later on this evening is uh, seems farcical because... The notion was that last week we would have a number of votes and then that would really concentrate minds and then we come up with a, a few examples this evening uh, to, to vote on. In fact, there are eight motions. And who knows uh, if more couldn't be smuggled onto the voting paper. So, look, we're, we're, we're talking about um, uh, a situation where the the House of Commons is in such disarray that they aren't failing to coalesce around any particular option. Now, The one that uh, has been talked about most is coming from uh, the former Cabinet Minister, Ken Clark. Uh, he wants us to stay in a permanent customs union. Um, and the reason why that that's attracting most attention is because that uh, was defeated, as were the other seven uh, last week. But uh, the margin was smaller than any other option. That said, it attracted two hundred and sixty-four votes. Uh, his his proposal last week. The withdrawal agreement itself uh, has, uh, in the, the the last time it came up, got two hundred eighty-six. So yes, it was defeated. But the one, p- what I'm trying to say is, the withdrawal agreement actually attracted more support than can. Clark's customs union plan so it's hard to see that it is going to uh, emerge as as being something that will command overall support when i suppose people uh concentrate and make up their minds and decide look we have to go for something um will it be the customs union well having said that it, it's hard to see uh, a, a support for for it in, in, in great numbers, the reality is that you're beginning to see even someone like um, David Gok, the, the cabinet minister who was talking yesterday, and he was hinting very broadly that a softer Brexit and a customs union would be a softer Brexit, uh, that that might be the way to go. So uh, it, it's not impossible, and of course there is the option that the, the withdrawal agreement, Theresa May's uh, uh, original withdrawal agreement, would come up again for a fourth time. Uh, so, you know, it's very difficult to be definitive on anything that's going to happen, uh, much less what the final outcome is going to be.
1: You watched talk yesterday, over those 24 hours, of course, about the Justice Minister and his attempt to, to scare the DUP with the, a reference to the weakening of the union if there's a, if there's a hard hard Brexit. Is, is that going to wash with the DUP?
2: Well, seemingly not. Uh, Sammy Wilson made it clear that even if it comes up a thousand times, uh, they're going to vote down Theresa May's withdrawal agreement. Um, uh, but they're in a bit of a fix, really. You know, you begin to wonder, why on earth did the DUP ever support Brexit, the notion of Brexit, when it has created such problems, when it has put the um, the union into play in a way that it wouldn't have been if we'd simply stuck where we are and uh, continued with, the our membership of the European Union. I mean why did they ever embark on such a high risk strategy? Was there was getting out of the EU worth the, the the problematic situation we find ourselves in? I mean these are really these are really tough questions for the DUP. Why did they do this? And I mean it's it's it seems to me that it would have been safer for them to have Use their um, used their uh, if you like their their influence to try and persuade people to stay within the EU, because it seems to be the one of the one uh, one of the options that sort of guarantees the union is is not impacted.
1: And see, Sinn Féin leaders are going to be meeting Michel Barnier today. Critics of Sinn Féin say they've gone missing on this. Is, is that fair commentary?
2: Well, you and I know, and and the listeners know that uh, Sinn Féin have this abstentionist policy and, um, and for that reason, are not represented in terms of voting uh, um, uh, over at uh, Westminster. But you have to think that it is unfortunate. I, I do understand, that I'm not raising it a bit about you know whether they should defy a, a, a tradition, a policy of abstentionism, but it is unfortunate that they are not there, um, not just... Um, I mean, this is not necessarily a, a pro remain point of view, um, you know, to, to ne- simply arguing that they were, they're there to try and semi neutralise the DUP's position. But if they were there, it would help actually reflect what people in Northern Ireland want. Because if you were to look at simply the votes that are cast by Northern Ireland MPs, and you were to look at it and you come down from Mars, and you would think that everybody was against. Uh, was against uh, uh, the EU and wanted Brexit. In reality, of course, as we all know, there was a majority to stay. So it is undoubtedly unfortunate that, that, that Sinn Féin uh, are not over there, um, you know, helping to reflect the reality, is, which is that we are, broadly speaking, in favour of remaining in the EU.
1: They'll be reminding Michelle Barnier of that, but that's singing to the choir, isn't it, or preaching to the choir, or whatever that ecclesiastical analogy is. Yes,
2: yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's preaching. Look, it's not. It's it's that that that's fine and and you know all well and dandy, but that's not really where the action is. The action is at Westminster, and on this occasion, we are unrepresented, or or if you like, only half represented. And, and so that that, that, that that's, that, that's not, it's not a desirable situation. But as I say, you know, it's, it's like a hornet's nest when you, and I've discovered myself, when you raise this issue, you will find that Sinn Féin people are absolutely incandescent that, that they should ever um, retreat from their policy of abstentionism. And I, I simply don't want to go there, but I just think, like there we are, um, many people, actually the majority in the country here, are thinking well my goodness me why is somebody not there speaking up for me why is there not somebody in the house of commons saying look we want to stay in the eu um and 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 that just hasn't happened so from that point of view it is an unfortunate uh, situation
1: if you had to call it jamie with regards to the next few days would you be going for long extension What, what what would your money be on
2: well, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't pretend that I've got everything right. Far from it. <coughs> Excuse me. But I, I I must I did say, um, and it wasn't obvious at the time, um, that Theresa May would get a deal. She would be able to hatch an agreement with the EU. That she would get it through her um, that her cabinet, which again wasn't at all obvious. Um, what I, I absolutely got wrong was that. I assumed that uh, the Labour Party would, at the very least, uh, in some in large numbers, abstain, which would allow her to carry the day, um, and and that hasn't happened. It may yet happen. Uh, it may yet happen that a few more hardline Brex- Brexiteers would go to 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 her side. The other thing that uh, I think I was right on, it, which which didn't which which uh, was that uh, the cons- the Conservative Party would uh, sell out the dup the dup are adamant that the withdrawal agreement is not what they want that it damages the union and a very large number of conservative mps not a uh, not obviously uh, a very uh, there's a small minority against this, but they're willing to uh, ignore the dup's concerns and that includes even jacob reese mogg um who who was uh, in in that camp um so the the conservative party uh, the, one of, this is one of the things that the, the, um, the DUP will have to live with, they're of course uh, not popular with the Labour Party and now they've made themselves unpopular with a large section of the Conservative Party because they're frustrating an attempt, uh, as many of those uh, pro-withdrawal agreement uh, members of the Conservative Party would, would want there. they're frustrating this attempt to get a deal across the line. So. They're making, um, they're, they're, I would have thought they're losing friends all over the place. This has not been a good strategy for the DUP. But then come back to your question, what I think is going to happen. I think there is a reasonable chance um, that uh, that if it comes up for a fourth occasion that, um, that you could get it across the line. I, sorry, I actually think there's a small chance. I think then that the next option would be um, that we will get a softer Brexit. I think for definite we will get a Brexit. now how, whether if they vote for a customs union in the next number of days, I'm in, sorry, in, in today, and then that is adopted by the Conservative, adopted by the government, because, because the government, these are, as you pointed out, as we know, these are indicative votes. The government doesn't have to do what uh, they're told today by the House of Commons. But if they take that on board, um, probably mightn't give enough time to get an understanding from the from the EU so would we'll probably be then into a long extension while you agree, while, you, um, um, while, you, while they agree uh, a, new, a new arrangement. Although having said that, if you then simply left on the basis of the uh, withdrawal agreement, you could in the next stage work out a permanent customs union. Because of course the default position uh, once we get to the end of the extension period would be um, um, would be a, a back. Would be the the, the customs unions. No, no. If if we if we uh, if we agreed the withdrawal agreement.
1: Oh, wow. um, yes, we,
2: yes, 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 yes. Yes, we, we are in an extension period that happens until yes, the yes, end of yes. 2020, and then we're into um, a backstop, and the backstop is the customs union. So, in a sense, um, you could simply you you could um, you know buy into the agreement and then work out a permanent customs union. Um, uh, over the next year or so, and if it didn't ha- come to pass, you'd be in the customs union anyway. I'm glad, I'm glad um, this
1: is this is this is now so clear. This is we've now we've now cleared it all up. <laughs> but in, in fairness, everything you said there does does make sense. But my God, it's just a reminder, Jamie, isn't it, of the circles that we've been going round and round and round and round. And you're absolutely right on everything you say. But my uh, well, I, I'm not saying you're absolutely right in everything you say politically or in terms of how you're calling Brexit, but in. Procedure. Procedural terms. You're absolutely right. Uh, We've got to leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you uh, very much. Jamie DeLarge uh, commenting yet again, our heads are spinning Brexit. Is there any logic to all of this?